0: Welcome to Fargo Talks Fargo, a podcast about the FX television series Fargo, where things are weird and I don't know, but I'm here. My name is Bill with my buddy Sharpie. We are both from Fargo, and if you've made it this far into our show, you know all those things, so we could probably just... Hey, Sharpie.
1: I can help. Hey. (laughs) Oh my God, did you just say I can help? (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Oh my God. Throwback to season? uh, season two. Season two reference. Or is it season three? No, that's season, season two. two. I can help. I can help. Wow.
0: That's, thanks for that.
1: I loved that episode with the little I, rover. I
0: liked all the seasons. I don't know how to rate them against each other yet because they all seem to be tackling some sort of different subject matter. I don't really like ratings, in, rating things in that manner, like seasons against seasons. Sure. When they have such different topics. Anyway. Wow. Season four, episode seven, Layaway. What's
1: your hot dish? Hey welcome to the hot dish. Um, what is my hot dish tonight? Layaway is the name of the episode. What does that mean? That's what yeah. I was thinking the whole time. <laughs> uh, um I are wrote, the kids on I've, layaway? Um uh, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I think you're on to something there. Yeah.
0: All I wrote, because when I start my notes, I write down the season, the episode, and the show title that I know. And the first thing I wrote before a a second, a second before a minute of the show aired, I wrote down something you can't afford now. Mm -hmm. I mean, we know that, though. We knew that was going on. That's the whole credit card sitch.
1: We open with that? I don't know. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's the credit card switch. I think it goes. I think they're going a little bit deeper with that, or who knows? Maybe I, I'm just going deeper into it. I think there's multiple things we can play off of. We'll kind of dive into that tomorrow when we do our deep dish. Mm-hmm. But um, layaway could be. It could have something to do with the children. It could have something. I mean, the the episode kind of centered around Gaetano. so it's like it's like the Italians. It's like Lloyd um, Cannon has Gaetano on layaway. <laughs> A little uh, bit.
0: he's like they've, they've got merchandise they need to get back.
1: Yep. Didn't didn't um, department stores make an attempt to bring Layaway back like a few years ago?
0: They did. Uh, I think it was Walmart, wasn't it?
1: That could be it.
0: I remember the first time I, I didn't know people that put anything on Layaway cause, just because of the credit card era. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Walmart tried to bring it back. I don't remember.
1: I I remember Shields had a layaway program that I need. Yeah, Shield used.
0: Shields, for those who don't know, is a local sporting goods store that also sell has clothing and hunting gear, and they're massive.
1: It's like the, it's sort of like a Bass Pro Shop, but a little bit more, a little bit more sports and stuff. Yeah, but they're not just local anymore. They're expanding. We no, have no, them no, in no, Colorado they're, they're, now. Did you know that? Yeah, they're massive. Um, yes, I did know that. So, I never use layaway myself. Have You You haven't. I don't know how it works. Do they take the merchandise and actually, like, put it away in a little, like, cubby? Yes,
0: that's, that's <laughs> the theory is that they set it aside for you, and that when you pay for it, then, then you can have it.
1: Whereas credit, good, on the other hand, nice it's, it's the, it's the opposite to
0: me of credit. Credit, instead, is they give it to you right away, and you pay for it later, if at all.
1: Yes, yeah, so <laughs> you can the, get that instant gratification
0: yeah this episode it's got me thinking a little bit as usual, but I don't know. I feel like this is part of picking up speed, but we're seeing a little bit of Loy's strategizing and being the smarter, more methodical man.
1: Yeah, we're seeing both Loy and Josto strategize and you're seeing how like vastly different they are. It's fun to watch the crew members of each side stare at their leader and try to figure Mm -hmm. out what are they plotting like what are the gears what what's going on with those gears turning inside their heads and you can tell like ebel is like what the fuck (laughs) josto like i don't trust anything you're doing but lois crew members are like a little bit more trusting but also Mm -hmm. a little like wtf mate so that was kind of fun
0: They're similar but different in the fact that Justo's like double-crossing people and and doing it for his own personal gain, and Loy has something larger and more. I assume more to everybody's benefit. You know what? I don't remember exactly the comment, but he said people in my family aren't trying to kill me. Basically, yeah, (laughs) aren't trying to trade me for any trade my death for anything. You know, and that's where. Wasn't that where he talked about Opal? Opal said, yeah, he's more of an eye for an eye guy. No, that was a different scene. That was the scene with uh, Otis. Otis sitting in the, the bench talking. Mm,
1: yes, Otis. Otis and Deffy. What did you think about yeah. that?
0: I did send you a link, and we'll probably try to get to it just because it'll be a, a quick point. I don't think it's massive. I sent you a link to that. Blood, blood
1: atonement.
0: I- Blood Atonement, which is, uh, we'll, we, we have not done very well with our uh, our Mormon research this year, but we'll we'll check into that. I came to one big point this episode, which is the thing I'm just going to mention now.
1: Give it to me. We're
0: in the scene, this is where it came to me. So this is where in the episode it came to me. So, you know, there's the whole, uh, Loy's wife, uh, and that he goes into the room to tell her, you know, they think Satchel is dead. Right. And I'm starting to sit there and go, okay. So everybody thinks Satchel's dead. The only yeah. person who doesn't know he's dead right now is Justo and 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 a few people, right, in that circle. Mm-hmm. And I keep thinking, what if he and he has this choice that we heard last episode? So he may never go home. And I'm like, is this how he becomes
1: Mike Milligan? Yeah. I I when I heard Lloyd's wife scream, in my mind, you know, she thinks he's dead. In my mind. He is basically dead now, forever. In a way, from for her for some life. people, yeah, yeah. I do think he's gone forever from the canon family. You do, yep.
0: And, and it it got me thinking about an email I got from listener Marissa. Thanks again for sending more stuff in, but uh, and I'm not gonna go too deep uh, web on what she sent in, but it was just a, a um the, the no there's no place like home, and there are two people. I think that was her email. I got to double check. Oh my goodness. It's, it's tough. I actually, we got quite a few emails this week, so I appreciate that. We'll cover them tomorrow. She, yeah, we can cover them tomorrow. You plus, you know, she's, so yeah, she's, she's questioning whether there might be two Dorothys. Both Satchel and Ethelreda are representing something different because what else, everything right. else is doubled this. Yep. Why can't more of the characters be doubled? I think we so, can
1: sort of hit on that a little bit last week because we were talking about, you know, how maybe yeah. there, there's two Tin Men and there's two Lions and stuff like that. if, if we're if we're sticking with the rarapialio, yeah. uh I think I think, yeah, I think she's right. I think you're right. I think there are two of everybody.
0: Yeah. Or or multiples in some cases and not right. in others, but but yeah, is this is this what it becomes that he changes his name? Because for him, there is no place like home, meaning I don't want to go back home. I have something else. I'm leaving this life. You know, the mm-hmm. the Unfortunate dream world he's in, like Dorothy, it, he doesn't want to click his heels and go back to it. He wants something completely different, and that's not that's not without uh, outside of his realm. So I just thought maybe Satchel will find that things are better away from home, but
1: eh, I don't know. And then he gets sucked right back in.
0: What else? Is there any major things that? I mean, to me, that was so far the biggest thing that clicked with me. I mean, there's a lot of things, but this is the hot dish.
1: I just keep looking at that big O scar on Calamari's face. Calamari. Yeah. <laughs> Do, and I don't know. I'm trying to read into it. I don't know if all the circles and O's are another Oz reference. I don't know if I've. In my mind, it popped. I think they are, and maybe this is again. Maybe we're beating the whole Oz thing, uh, beating a dead horse there. But Mm. I was thinking this episode, like maybe, maybe Calamita's Oz, and maybe they're just trying to like, maybe they're, maybe they're just trying to make it so (laughs) obvious, like no, it's this guy with the big O on his face because he is an ugly character who's like pulling strings in all directions there's might be a stretch but
0: yeah i don't know i've not know i have i am noticing them i think that that's very advantageous that it's taking place around christmas so there's lots of wreaths and o's and things on the door so Mm. i I like that observation a lot i'm still moderately sticking to my thoughts that america is oz that's my favorite
1: theory so far
0: it still feels that way because of what Loy said because he said this in America we have confidence man tricksters uh sn- what uh, snake oil salesmen and I still think he's referencing we're a country of liars and what is and what is the country based on a, you know what is Oz more not and I'm not talking about the Wizard of Oz I'm talking about Oz in a greater concept like Sure yeah pull back the curtain what is our country really it's not all we make it up to be. And that doesn't always... Ha- Here's the other deal. That doesn't have to mean it's a failure. At some point, though, you have to look at the thing for what it is, mm-hmm. warts and all. Now, I'm not trying to come off as like some sort of America's terrible and I'm anti-American. I just mean there's shit going on. And of there's course. a dual nature. There's yeah. a dual nature to all of these things.
1: So, yeah, in that scene, Loy said, he don't rob you as much as trick you into robbing yourself. Hmm. There you Which go. is a great analogy for the Republican Party, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah, Boy. I went there. They don't rob wow. you as much as they trick you into robbing yourself. Mic uh, drop, leaving it in hot I dish. Won't say, I'm I won't out. say anything about that outside
0: <laughs> of it's Sunday night. Whoever you vote for, you know, I hope whoever you vote for, you go out and vote. That's what I. That's my stance. <laughs> Hey, I, hey, everybody gets a fair shake. Get out there, cast your vote, and we'll go from there. Uh, can I, speaking of creepy characters, oh, just kidding. Um, <laughs>
1: uh,
0: Mr. Snowman made an, a small appearance. Oh, and yeah. How did he I express I am, that? Here's the one. I know what. I, I was almost positive he was going to appear the minute I saw Ethelreda Rita go into that room. And if you look on that little table, there's a snowman. And I just, I don't believe in these coincidences. Oh, wow. I missed that. There's a little snowman sitting on a table. Uh, on the opposite end of the room, way back by the door. And I know it's Christmas and everyone says that, but I just, I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. These people that make these shows are so much smarter than that. And they think about things and they're fun and they like to do that kind of stuff. But yeah. I just like that they just, <laughs> what's the, what's the box where you flip the switch and it opens up and then the little finger reaches yeah. out and close, turns it off? I don't know what they call those, but <laughs> the, there's a The great. useless, useless box or whatever. <laughs> just yeah. like, it kind of hit me as a little bit of a useless box, though like <laughs> like here I am, just kidding I'm going back
1: inside, and then there was the knock on the <laughs> I thought that was kind of fun, what but... are we gonna find out about the snowman? I love that little sort of thing that just hangs out there that we still know nothing about. What a great thing to thread through a season, like this little tiny thing that comes in and out and weaves in and bobs and twirls and. Well, it's the
0: UFO, it's the UFO alien exactly, stuff from yeah. season 2. It's yep. and I'm and I lo- I actually really love it. I love I love the absurdity of it. But that's isn't that the Cohen brothers universe that some people don't think we have to keep talking about sometimes? But it is. It's I mean, Jesus, the freaking dudes are executive producers of the show still. So if you <laughs> if you don't think this is still connected to a Cohen story, you're kidding yourself. It's literally connected to Cohen brother money. I don't think they have a ton of say over stuff but
1: they keep it organized.
0: I do I do want to know there's some I mean I know phone calls happen. It's a real thing, phone calls. But I just there's been m- we've had 7 episodes. I'm bringing something up, sorry. That's a non, <laughs> that's called a non-sequitur. Um the the transitions that involve a phone have been interesting
1: to me. Hmm. There was this a phone is transition. A new no, don't you remember about?
0: what you were talking about? There's one where they transitioned on a phone call from uh, somebody else's desk to the phone on the street in that shop when they went and talked to oh, Rabbi yeah. Milligan. You know, yeah. There's been a few places where there's been these phone transitions. I just think they're fun. That's all. I don't think there's a deep meaning in them. Nobody's calling from outer space.
1: Hmm. There is something fun and whimsical about phones and phone lines and power lines. I'm sort of a neat Nick. I'm a minimalist. I like things clean and tidy. But you're, I've grown. You're so
0: tidy about that statement that you said sort of? <laughs> you could cut the sort of out of it. You could just say, I'm a neat Nick.
1: Okay. Well, what I'm going <laughs> to say your is. Desk. <laughs> I have grown. So, one thing that has bothered me you know, growing up is power lines and phone lines and telephone poles and stuff like that because. You know, they just create this mess. It just looks like a mess outside everywhere above you. All this just it's (laughs) like it's like you're looking at somebody's dinner table that's just full of shit, you know, and you're just like, How do you even use that dinner table? It's just like got mail and phones and chargers and newspapers all piled up on your dinner table. (laughs) Ah! Well, I've learned through lots of therapy that I've grown to love telephone poles and power lines. Really? because it's like this, you just got to think of it as this like whimsical thing, like all these like marionette strings that are just like tying us together, like almost literally like connecting yeah. us with all these threads. And then when you think of it like that, it's kind of lovely to think about. It's like we're, it's more of like a weird Dr. Seuss-ish kind of thing where we're not hiding all the strings that are attaching us. It's just like, it's just like, whatever, it's loose, and we're all connected through this web of yarn. <laughs> How about that for, for your hot dish?
0: <laughs> you know, this is completely unrelated to the show, and I'm going to say it wrong. There, It's a Jewish uh, phrase. I think it's eruv. Do you know what I'm talking about? E-R-U-V. No. I want you to look that up, just from a line perspective. If you want to get yourself into a weird rat hole, the Aruve is—it's um, a wire that goes around a huge chunk of Manhattan, and uh, mm. I will—you know—I'll just send you a link to it. But okay. uh, it's this—it's this wire that goes around Manhattan, and it, it allows for—it um, allows for people observant Jews <laughs> to, to be able to do certain things on the Sabbath. It's like—it's like a workaround pretty clever Mm. but i just when when you were thinking of wires that connect people uh you should yeah you should check that out people should check that out it's interesting it's an interesting
1: concept i'll check it out
0: i feel like this is another like shovel full of this snow building up and you know it's gonna it's gonna eventually cascade pretty rapidly
1: sure you don't feel like we're just pushing around the same like shovel full of snow in a parking lot over and over and over again (laughs)
0: <laughs> this doesn't feel as uh, Sisyphusian, Sifici- oh God, I can't, you know what, it doesn't feel so Sisyphus, like this is going to go over the hill and it's going to build steam. And, and I think these two, these dual plans by two bosses, I think they're going to be, I'm more curious what the Venn diagram of chaos is going to be, mutually, mm. mutual chaos. I don't know what it's going to be. I really don't. I have no idea what's gonna happen in the next episode. I thought Gaetano was gonna to be toast at some point tonight. I thought he maybe would be dead. But now I'm more like, is it gonna implode the Italians? Is he gonna go home and just like you know, he's a tornado now, right? He's mm-hmm. you know, he's said it. My brother's a tornado. Is he gonna go wreck the house, so to speak?
1: Let's the house that's divided the house We're- that's divided. Yeah, yeah. So let's leave it at that because there's a lot to talk about there and time's up. And I'm out of ginger ale, so. All right. We'll see you tomorrow night, man. See ya.